0: and welcome to Throw Open Your Doors. Episode one. (laughs) Yes. Our podcast is starting.
1: Yes. We are excited.
0: We hit record. (laughs) We've done this. I don't know how many times already.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Y'all it's not as easy as it sounds when you listen to someone else's (laughs) podcast. Yeah, we have had a few trial runs. We have. And here we are and i know our friends and family are listening and going they did it they started because we've been talking about doing this for a while now
0: so why don't we introduce ourselves
1: yes let's do it
0: so i'm brian grito
1: i'm jennifer Greedo,
0: and we have been married for 27 years
1: and we have four children four children our
0: oldest is 23 and going to graduate
1: <laughs> yes he is our, we have one boy and he is our 23 year old and he is about to graduate from college and we'll be starting grad school in the fall. And that's crazy. It is crazy. We have been kind of just amazed at that. And then we have three daughters who are 20, 15, and 12.
0: Correct. So we have two in college, almost one in college after mm-hmm. the son graduates. And then our two other daughters, which, we, which my wife homeschools. Yes. She does homeschool our 12 year old and our 15 mm-hmm. year old. So everything that we're going to be sharing in our podcast today is going to kind of be highlights a little bit of highlights of. Who we are and -hmm. then a lot of just tidbits of things yet to come because we have lots of episodes down the road
1: right so today is our intro podcast so you can get to know us a bit better
0: so where did throw open your doors come from where we get this name from
1: so in romans 5 1 to 5 in the message translation um that's where we got the title from brian and i have used these verses for at least 20 years as our theme verses or like our life verses. And anytime we've gone through hard things, we always go to Romans 5, 1 to 5 in the message translation and just get a lot of strength and encouragement from those words and those verses. And as we were contemplating what to call our podcast, Brian said, let's go to Romans 5, 1 to 5 and see if we find anything there that, you know, just really speaks to us for what we should name our podcast.
0: Yeah. So we, we pulled up the verses, read through it again, and then it, there was a sp- specific spot of it that oh, this kind of went, oh, my gosh, that's it. That's yes. what we need to be calling it. This where's where through open your doors should be coming from. Because each time we read it, we apply it to our lives and where we are right now in that journey that we've been together. So what we wanted to start with is to read it, go through it. We'll make comments as we kind of are going through this and then we'll just go from there because that's all we mm-hmm. can do right now. So starting off in Romans 5, verse 1, and these are all kind of meshed in together. When you read through the message, it just has verses 1 through 2. So where it starts and stops.
1: If you're not familiar with the message translation, it's more like a paraphrase. And so when he was writing... Um, The message translation, he doesn't do verse by verse like you would find in other translations. So verses 1 to 2 is what we'll start with. By entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us, set us right with him, make us fit for him. We have it all together with God because of our master Jesus.
0: And that's not all. We throw open our doors to God and discover at the same moment that he has already thrown open his door to us. And that's the key part that really hit us when we are reading it through. It says, you know, we throw open our doors to God, and it was already open that he's already had these doors open for us. Mm-hmm. And why don't we go through it? We're just kind of sitting, it's like God's like, hey, it's open, come on in. So we're like, Okay, sounds great, we'll go through with those. <laughs> so we find ourselves standing where we always hope we might stand, out in the wide open spaces of God's grace and glory, standing tall and shouting our praise.
1: I love those verses. like." I'm just thinking back to all the times we've read them and so excited to share them with you, the ones who are listening to our podcast today.
0: Well, especially the when we take the part of wide open spaces, because we've been out, I think the most impactful part was when we went, went out west and we just saw these huge, you know, open sky areas. Yes. And it was just, wow, mm-hmm. and different things. But let's continue. Right.
1: <laughs> we'll talk more about that too, because that was really, really um, key for us. For, so um, verse three, there's more to come. We continue to shout our praise even when we're hemmed in with troubles because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue, keeping us alert for whatever God will do next.
0: And that was the key. We just never know what's going to happen next because it's just this way you think it's over. There's more to come. It's just going to keep coming through. So in a lower expectancy such as this, we're never left feeling shortchanged. Quite the contrary. We can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the Holy Spirit.
1: I love the picture of that. Like we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God's giving us and pouring into our lives. Like just thinking of that is so encouraging. So that's one of the things we want to do is as you're listening to our podcast episodes is just... And that you leave you, you leave this podcast having just felt just so encouraged.
0: Yeah, our biggest thing is we want to be able to share our experiences. We just want to help other people to motivate them, uh, individuals, families, however it is, just help them to thrive. So we were looking at how each episode, when we go through it, how can we have some kind of key points that we're following through as husband and wife. I'm one of those people that really has to have something to follow or I kind of go off track and, like as they, they say, go down the deer trail. You see the trail you're like, oh, where does this take you? Oh, let's come back again, and we keep going back and forth. So we wanted to have at least something that we can kind of follow through. So there are three things that we came up with as what we call the three T's. Our first one is our trek. So the trek is how do we how did we get there? So when we look at back at Romans five, it's those wide open spaces. How do we get to those wide open spaces? And we can share a lot of different things. And how did we get? We have a
1: lot of stories to share with you guys over the coming weeks. The second one, the second T is the tools. Like, what did we use? Yeah.
0: So when you look back at the verses again, they talk about the containers. You know, I couldn't gather up and hold enough, you know, round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives for the Holy Spirit. So that was that second T. And then the final one was the takeaway. What did we learn from that experience, from that trek? Uh, you know, biggest thing is trusting God for us personally. We've been through a lot of experiences before that if we right. didn't trust God, well, I don't know where we'd be.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So those are three things that you'll get from each of our podcast episodes.
0: It's exciting. Because I can, I mean, we've already been discussing on, oh, what are we going to talk about in this episode? We're going to talk about the next one and the next one. Oh, we got to hold on back. We got to, we got to wrangle it in because there's, there's so many deer trails that we (laughs) could be going on and we want to make sure that we kind of.
1: Right. We're really good at those. So, uh, but we are learning together. So after 27 years, we have, we have um, just a really good friendship as well as a really good marriage. And so, um, you know, we have a lot that we want to share in these. We do.
0: And the biggest one that happened over the past two years in our lives is we are currently living in an RV. We are RV living it right now. We have Mm -hmm. transitioned from being in a home into an RV. And there's a lot of changes and adjustments. The the biggest thing is the size.
1: Right. (laughs) So let's give them a picture of the RVs in their minds as they're listening. So our RV is 43 feet long and about 10 feet wide. Yeah, looks like a big school bus. Yes, (laughs) It does. And we're stationary. We're not currently traveling around the country. So the reason why we're doing that, and we'll go into more detail, but the reason why we're doing that is so that our two younger daughters who are living with us, um, because our two older ones are in school, um, the two younger ones, uh, we really wanted them to have roots and to really um, be able to settle in an area. So we are stationary. But in the front part of the RV, we have a master bedroom and a full bath.
0: We do and when you talk about a full bath in an rv it is the size of your half bath in your home where you walk in you'll have a a sink you'll have your toilet and sometimes you have a closet well that closet turns out to be your shower right
1: (laughs) right in an rv you you do pack a lot in a little space you
0: do your water tanks a little bit less water so you have to plan accordingly when you take your showers but all that planning out, we've figured it all out as a family. We've, mm-hmm. we've juggled times. There's been times where you're taking your shower and you have no more hot water. <laughs> you're like, oh my right. gosh, what just happened there?
1: Or you can't run the sink water. in the Like in the kitchen, you can't run the sink. Yes. Because um, the person in the shower would lose water rapidly Th- so
0: that is true because in mm-hmm. a house you'll have some people might say oh don't run the washer and that stuff here in the rv you definitely mm-hmm. can't run that because you have absolutely no pressure right
1: but before. we have learned how to work those things out so it's we've been doing this for a year and a half so i feel like we're we're really good with those kinds of things but we have a lot like we keep saying we have lots of stories that we'll be sharing about about those things but yeah so i um, so in the front we have the master and the bathroom and then in the middle part, which is where we're recording our podcast, we is where we have the kitchen, dining room, table, and sofa, and TV. So that's the middle, just like our
0: the three in one
1: living space. And then in the other part of the RV, the other side, we have um, the girls' bunk room, and they have a half bathroom.
0: So it's all jam-packed. You figure out where to put everything. IKEA has become our biggest friend. Mm-hmm. We've actually gone through, and we kind of gutted out a little bit of the RVs, renovated it a little bit made it work for us and that's the great thing about it is that you have to accommodate for what your needs are as a family and it's not for everybody but for us it's worked
1: it's also really liberating to get rid of a lot of your stuff like when we decided to move from a home into the RV full-time we decided to sell our furniture because storage fees to you know try to keep all of that would have been very expensive but it also just felt really good because we realized as we were getting rid of stuff that we had way too much stuff. And it was just really good to purge. And Brian and I have said, like, when we move back into a house, like, we are not allowing that much stuff back in our home. Like, we're our kids have plenty of toys. They have plenty of things, you know, already. But we just don't want to have, you know, as much as we did before.
0: Yeah. we keep don- We kept only a... One side table and uh, king, our king size mattress right. out of everything that we had initially as furniture. Yeah. Now then, there's dishes and other things that we've had on. But as Jen was saying, we've definitely filled the house that we were living in, accumulated things, and then realized we don't need any of these things. Now the downfall about it is that when we had moved. And you're starting to say where did that thing go like oh that's right we donated that hey where's the (laughs) oh we don't have that anymore especially like simple things like a can opener hey do we have a can opener i think we gave that away (laughs) hey where's that pizza cutter (laughs) yes
1: yes it was kind of frenzied we will share the whole story of how we moved into an rv and it was a little frenzied but our kids were on board with it they were very excited about moving into the rv what we had done two years ago was we had i um, flown into Denver and then rented an RV for two weeks and traveled around Colorado, Utah, Arizona, and New Mexico to see what did we think of an RV. Would we want to live in it full time for a while?
0: For the time being, we didn't realize we'd be doing it. It was one of those things yes. that it just happened. God <laughs> said, "Hey, guess what? You're moving. In. Here's an opportunity. We're going to get you to move in into RV." And that was one of those things that when we talk about our trek, our tools, and our takeaway, we we it was a part of the journey. Mm-hmm. God yeah. said. Here you go. We said okay. Here's Mm -hmm. the door. It's open. Let's go through it. So why not? And that's what ended up happening. And there was more to come. We have Mm -hmm. definitely experienced so much more in as a as a family. We've grown so much. We've we've learned a lot from our experiences. Mm -hmm. And that's the great thing about is that our experiences. We just want to be able to share them. Yeah. kind of going through that. So
1: a few months ago, our twenty year old said to me, "Mom, you are way more active now than I remember you being as I was growing up." And I thought about it for a minute and I realized I am a lot more active now. So that's been another great benefit of living in an RV has been discovering new things to do together as a family and also with friends in the area.
0: We have had opportunities to go on bike rides because it makes it more accessible when you have that Greenway Trail nearby and you can just kind of go straight from where we're living onto the Greenway Trail and takes you straight to the beach. So, when you have an incentive to want to get to the beach, <laughs> where my wife wants to see the ocean and to see whatever is happening over there.
1: I love seeing the ocean. Like, just, you know, when you are going to the beach and the first time you see the ocean, it's just that aha moment. Like, it just feels good. Like, I love that.
0: Feeling. It's aha and great until the wind is blowing, you know, 20 mile an hour winds <laughs> oh and you are going against it.
1: That does happen sometimes for sure, <laughs> where it does get sandy and windy. But yes looking at the beach it's it's beautiful yes so. So, so
0: as a family we've done the bike rides we've gone out where um i'm an ultra runner so i run quite a bit uh, and anytime i can get in some mileage so it would be when we're going as a family bike riding so my family would go out riding initially when we started doing this it wasn't that bad for me because they were learning how to ride and building up the endurance now that they have the endurance to ride the bikes they take off on me so i have to catch <laughs> up to them so i have to always pray that it is a little windy that i can catch up to them and then or i'll say hey meet me at the next traffic light or <laughs> i'll have to cut a corner so i can get caught that up to is them.
1: funny because um, historically in our relationship brian has always been the one because he's so much more active than i am that I'm always the one, you know, praying for endurance. So it's been great that we bike and do this running running thing. But that has been a fun something I enjoy a lot is that's been fun, um, biking together for yep. sure.
0: So it also gives us opportunities to expand to things that we haven't done before, which one thing that we picked up was paddleboarding. And I know you really enjoy paddleboarding and getting yes. out there and
1: I love paddleboarding. That has become one of my favorite things. So I had a friend in Raleigh who had told me about paddleboarding and that was the first time I'd ever heard of it and I was intrigued so when we moved here near the beach we got some paddle boards and they're the kind that you inflate so when we go to the water you know we have to get out our air pumps and you get
0: the workout in yes What's the whole point of it
1: oh my goodness so that's a good bicep workout before we ever get in the water and then Brian comes over and helps because the last couple minutes of pumping is
0: now we are not doing the open water we're not out the ocean we're definitely looking for just the ponds and the lakes and the creeks
1: where you can float and you don't have to worry so much about
0: just have to watch out for the boats coming in yes and different areas that we're going through but it definitely has opened up a lot of just more exercise for us as a family i mean experiencing paddle boarding alone was kind of really neat that's why we ended up doing Mm -hmm. that because it was something that was easy enough for us to go out there you know, learning how to fall in and then get up on top <laughs> of the paddleboard has definitely been an experience.
1: Yes. We learned some good balance skills, you know, <laughs> by learning how to go from like sitting or kneeling on the paddleboard to standing.
0: Or the wind blowing. Or the wind
1: blowing. Yes. There was one day that we went out. Um, Was it just like a a little body of water? And Brian had said, um, go left. And I did not hear that. And the paddleboard just started going to the right because the wind was so strong that I was headed for all of these weeds. And the inflatable paddleboards are pretty sturdy. So you don't have to worry about them deflating, but I was getting swept away, like by the wind. And so-
0: So it turned into a rescue mission. It
1: it did. (laughs) Yes. As we were going out. Brian had to come over and rescue me. So we've had some adventures on our paddle boards, but generally it's, it's calm and just really a fun, fun time as a family on those paddle boards.
0: So we've also, so on top of just the biking and the paddle boring, we are still also hikers. We enjoy going out on hikes, finding different areas kind of just checking out different trails it's really neat to simple stuff that it just doesn't cost a lot as a family to go out and pick a spot and go out for a hike and then come back mm-hmm. at the end of the day
1: and being out in nature it just makes you feel good like especially if you've been indoors all day like if you can get outside and just be around the trees and the sound of the birds and things like that are, it's just so life-giving it's just really it just makes you feel good so it does Anytime you can get outside, especially when you can get around nature, or just get out in fresh air. Like it really does a lot to just just recalibrate you, make you feel better. So we love to do that as a family too.
0: Speaking of feeling better, we do have <laughs> a lifestyle that we are plant based as a family. We have about five years ago, I would say. Yes, we yeah, had five one, years ago. Yeah, our youngest daughter was getting was just. Bloated a lot, and we couldn't figure out what was going on. We realized it was one of those uh, what was a dairy allergy mm-hmm. going through it. So we were looking at the possibility of just taking out dairy, but then we also looked at some other options. And we you start hearing the the phrase, you know, plant based. You know, what is that plant based diet looking like? It's just more fruits and vegetables. You're taking meat, dairy, eggs out of your diets. I mean, not to say you, you won't have dairy here and there, but we really tried to monitor and look at what we were eating as a whole and here we are 5 years later
1: and it's been such a great decision like and like Brian said like sometimes we do eat other things like pizza <laughs> but and it has been a family decision especially with having our the two youngest daughters living with us like they are really good at finding recipes that they want to try different ways to make things, and we just feel good. Like we have found too that if we can replicate flavors of things that we like, like we we're happy to have the other ingredients in them because you do eat them and just you just feel better.
0: It's turned into a challenge at times when you would say to somebody, "Oh yeah, I miss having," or "I couldn't go plant based because." You know, I, I like cheese too much. Yes. And then you try mm-hmm. to find a cheese substitute and you learn about these ingredients and that ingredients. And there's a lot of uh, people that we've listened to, uh, movies, shows that we've watched. One thing that I've really enjoyed watching was a movie called Game Changers. Uh, and there was also a, a podcast or a group called No Meat Athlete mm-hmm. that has a lot of information there. A lot of athletes, because of being, you know, being an ultra marathoner, I do spend a lot of time on the trails, and my biggest concern was, am I not going to get all the nutrition that I need when I go out for these runs? And I, I watch these documentaries, and it's unbelievable when you have people talking about, oh, yeah, the, think about an ox and how big they are and what they're eating. They're eating grass and all these other things. Right. And you're thinking, wait, if they're doing this, then maybe I can start doing this. Mm-hmm. So it definitely has been, you know, Jenna's been looking for the recipes and figuring out what to do.
1: Yes. Yeah. There are a bunch of food bloggers that I follow on Instagram and, you know, good, healthy recipes, but also really yummy. And so that has been fun. That's been a good challenge, like Brian said, to figure out um, new flavors. And especially when you have people over or you go over to somebody's house, you want to serve them things that are yummy, that they're going to enjoy. And so that's why we say challenge, because it's been really good to um, to figure out those meals that people will like, even if they're not Plant-based, like we all need to eat plants. It's good to eat fruits and veggies, and so it's really, um, it's just been a really good thing for our family. We've seen a lot of good health benefits from doing that.
0: We just eat more of it. (laughs) We, we, you know, tofu has been our new friend. You figure out how to make things with tofu. One hundred one ways to cook tofu, but everything comes with pros and cons to it, and everything comes with a challenge. You know, we I always, it's kind of the nutrition that I always try to figure out on my runs. And when people ask me about running in my longer races, when I'm doing 100 mile races, they always ask, What are you eating? How do you do this? What works for me may not work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with plant based. Some people will say, Well, I don't know if I could go 100% plant based. Well, maybe just start putting some more fruits and vegetables in your diet.
1: Right. Start your day with a smoothie because that is the best way. Like put in those um, fruits that you like, like bananas, strawberries. Uh, a little bit of greens like spinach or kale, you know, something like that, a good leafy green. And then, you know, just tweak it, like whatever your, you know, the flavors are that you really like, because if you can just make that or even make it the night before, before you head to school or work, and then that way you just grab it from your refrigerator and head out the door. Like smoothies are like the easiest way, I think, to get fruits and veggies in your diet, at least what I have found so far, like smoothies. I, I feel it. If I don't start my day with a smoothie, I really feel the difference and I feel sluggish and, and dragging. And so that has been for me just a really good life life change that I've made.
0: Yeah, and you experiment. You try all this like, oh, let me see if this works this time. Let me mm-hmm. add a little bit of peanut butter this next time. Let me add a little bit of cinnamon next time. Mm-hmm. And everything you add, you realize, oh, that does that wasn't so bad or that mm-hmm. was a horrible decision. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> try that again. But it's no different from being plant-based or, or eating any r- regular meats and things foods that you have
1: right right. any recipe you're going to tweak it and figure out what your family likes so
0: and that's what happens you know we've tried some things going yeah that just doesn't taste right (laughs) what was that we just had you know what was that flavor they had oh that was the beet juice that i added this time (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) but it's fun when you start to teach your kids more about nutrition and cooking because then you find them chopping up the broccoli and putting it in the air fryer and seasoning it and eating it like a you know they just snack on it and you're like okay, this was great. Like they're learning some of these really good life lessons that'll carry them into adulthood and beyond.
0: We have definitely covered a lot, haven't we? Have. We have, yes. 20 minutes it's... have gone just like that.
1: And we're excited to have you come and join us on these future episodes and um, spend time together. We're looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, we're gonna try to keep it around 30 minutes just to kind of have a time, but who knows, it might go longer, it might go shorter, but just depends yes. upon who.
1: I think 30 minutes is great.
0: So with that, we are pretty much done. We are. First, first, first <laughs> we one. We did it. We did like it. Like we
1: said, we've like um, spent a while like getting this first one out. So now that the first one is done, yeah. smooth sailing. It's will... <laughs> been a challenge. We're trying
0: to figure out what to say. Make sure you as an audience gets to know who we are, yes. where we're going with this. Yes. Uh, we're going somewhere.
1: So we really want you to listen to our podcast to be encouraged. Like when we shared Romans 5, 1 to 5, we really want to encourage you. We want to give you some tools and the takeaways and just that you'll enjoy spending time here. So we're excited to get to know you too as our listeners. Our email is at gmail.com. Feel free to drop us an email there. Tell us what you think, or uh, we just would love to hear from you, our listeners.
0: There it is. You good?
1: Yes. <laughs> this was fun. I'm looking forward to doing more with you.
0: So thank you so much for joining us. I'm Brian Grito, And
1: I'm Jennifer Garrido.
0: And we will talk Ooh. to you next time. Yes. Enjoy Happy. the rest of your day.
1: Yes. I was just going to say that. <laughs>